0: Today's episode of The Movie Jungle is brought to you by Nike. They make shoes and clothes and... You you know Nike is. I want the show. (laughs) Smart. All right. Welcome back, everybody, to another very special episode of The Movie Jungle. Uh, With me today is my wonderful co-host and partner in crime, Betty. What's up, Betty? What's up? Uh, Today we are finishing... Our five part Harry Potter saga we have watched the two fantastic beast movies, and we are ready to have a bit of a chin chinwack a bit of a chat about them and we're looking forward to it uh, before we get into all that though uh, a little housekeeping up top make sure you're following the Instagram and the Twitter uh, at the movie jungle. please send me an email somebody <laughs> uh, i've been asking i don't know why I want it so bad I think it's just like a it's more personal to me to take the time to sit down to send someone an email. Plus you don't have a character limit. Um anyways, that's the movie jungle at or no, jungle pod at gmail.com. Okay. So send us emails there and uh leave us a nice review. If you leave a review, I will read it on the podcast. So, anyways, those are all the ways you guys can get in contact with us. Um yeah. So do those things <laughs> so that I know that I'm not shouting into a void. <laughs> <laughs> um anyways yeah so like i said today is brian and betty talking harry potter wizarding world stuff uh episode five out of five we've been looking forward to this mm-hmm. i'm excited about it
1: yeah it was the ones i hadn't seen as often so it was nice to like get a real refresher and actually like dive deep into some of the stuff
0: yeah crimes of grown i had only seen a couple times mm-hmm. so it was nice to watch that one again um anyways before we get into that it's time for the news, baby. It's the news times. What do you think? <laughs> I like think we may
1: need a little help on that. <laughs> I should
0: make a I should make an actual news segment theme song. Yeah. I think that'd be cool. Yeah. Um anyways so let's get into a little bit of news here. Uh, you said you had a couple things for the for the family for the movie Jungle Family. What do you got for us today? What's the first one?
1: Um, so I was reading that uh, Tron Three is officially kind of a go, which I hadn't heard that because it was like kind of rumors are going around. Yeah, um, and that Jared Leto is um, confirmed to be in it.
0: It was it was really exciting, and then it was awkward news. Why? Because Jared Leto's awkward.
1: I don't think he's awkward. I think he's a great actor.
0: He is, but I guess... So if you pay too much attention to this kind of stuff, like I do and like all of you do if you're listening to a podcast about movies, um, then you know that Jared Leto acted like a psycho on the set of Suicide Squad. And it was completely unnecessary. And it didn't really seem to result in anything great
1: as far he's as the a, performance he's known as being a character actor though he's so like he gets a into method stuff, actor me, yeah. method actor not character yeah. obviously he's a character but it's yeah. the, the method acting where he like right. like is whoever it is he's right. playing for but, the length of the movie
0: yeah but he was barely in that movie at all and method acting a cartoon character is a little wild but, i mean i who knows what he was told he though. wasn't he wasn't in the dark knight trilogy he was not he was not asked to do what Heath Ledger did. Yeah. Or maybe he was. Maybe he was lied to and it's not his fault. Yeah. But um
1: I mean they took that movie in a different direction than what it was yeah. originally, so who knows but, what he was told.
0: Yeah. He's fine. I don't have I don't have much against him. It's just he's the one of those people that has become like his oddities are more distracting because when I see him in a movie, I'm like, Oh, there's Jared Leto. I'm never just immersed in oh. this like every time I see him I'm like, Oh, it's Jared Leto being weird. And, like, which sucks because it's not like he's doing bad. It's not like he's giving terrible performances in certain things. Like, he was in Blade Runner 2049, and it was fine. Mm -hmm. But, anyways. um, And I don't know
1: how prominent of a role it's going to be, either. Yeah. Because I I have no idea where the Tron storyline is going to go. But it was interesting to see, like, oh, okay, this is still developing. This is more of a go for Disney and everything else. Yeah, good
0: job getting us back on track. I'm very excited for that. Mm -hmm. Tron 3. Uh, yes please i thought that the new that tron legacy was actually really solid
1: yeah i loved and that
0: very much left it open for more plus they're at disney world's building a brand new tron mm-hmm. roller coaster well it's a copy of one that already exists
1: uh, the one that's over in japan isn't it
0: uh i thought it was in shanghai but it could be in tokyo i don't remember i don't remember but we don't got it yet so they're giving it to us but yeah. the fact that they're investing more in the tron world yeah it makes sense that they got more more in the tank yeah. so um plus that universe is so cool and creative so
1: yeah you can really it could go any direction which totally. is nice.
0: yeah so i'm excited about that um yeah definitely all in on on some more tron
1: yeah so i wish i had more info on that but it was just exciting to me that they're were, they're were moving forward with it yeah i That'll think we nice. have a director what do you, what but do I you want
0: what do you want to see uh do you have any guesses or characters or anything like that that you remember from the other movies no or?
1: i haven't seen either of those in so long that I can't even remember the characters' names at this point. I want to
0: know what they eat. What? Inside the Tron world. They're never shown eating.
1: (laughs) Well, aren't they, like, electrical... I don't care. They're inside a video game.
0: They eat eat something.
1: They need nourishment of some kind? Yeah.
0: I just (laughs) want to know what they eat. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) just kidding. Tron food. Alright. That's exciting. Um, So, from one thing that's coming back to another, I have a bit of news... Uh collider is reporting today that there is a reboot coming this year on nbc's streaming service called peacock and that reboot is saved by the bell
1: i am so excited for this
0: it's the return it's not the return it's the reboot yeah of saved by the bell so crazy
1: the amount of times i've watched we watched
0: the trailer literally right before we started recording because we saw this and we were both like what and there was a trailer already so we watched it you're excited you're saying i'm
1: very excited and like i think the the cameos that they have of like the original cast at least so far in the trailer is interesting and so um
0: what's your what was your brief explanation on that pill scene
1: oh my gosh okay so for
0: just quickly
1: there is a scene that is pretty notorious for a saved by the bell is back when they would do like the big like like drug psa's or whatever it was so jesse spano is she is taking caffeine pills and she is taking a lot of them and there's a certain scene where zach goes up to her and he's like trying to help her and she's like i'm so excited and she's like dancing around and then she's like you know i'm so excited i'm so scared and just like this epic like Scene in uh-huh. Save by the Bell. So
0: it's an iconic scene and they yeah. flip it and she yeah. knocks a pill bottle out of his. Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. Um, I'm not excited at all about this. Of course I... you're not. Well, n- why would you say, of course I'm not? Because you, you would think I would be. I loved Save by the Bell.
1: Yeah, but you didn't seem excited by the trailer at all. No. Why, why aren't you excited?
0: Uh, I'm not excited because it doesn't feel anything like the original at all. Like the I got no Saved by the Bell, Bell vibes. I got no like the color palettes were wrong. That part of it's just part of it's just the times. Like the like this isn't the early '90s anymore. It's yeah. not gonna look like the early '90s because cameras are different and clothes are different and style and fat and like those things are different. But to me, that's a huge part of what Saved by the Bell is, as well as being like the way it was shot back then was just classic sitcom. Like studio audience kind of thing. High school sitcom, like slower pacing, Mm -hmm. jokes have time to breathe type of thing. Whereas this is just, it it looks, I guess to me it looks like what it is. And what it is, is something that they grabbed out of the nostalgia bucket to try to trick people to paying for their Peacock streaming network, which I think Saved by the Bell is like a legendary dope thing from the 90s that deserves a lot more.
1: It's kind of like when they try to do the girl meets world. I know a lot of people loved it, but like it wasn't boy meets world, and so they tried right. a lot, and so a lot of those characters came back. And then same with um, Fuller House. Some people really love it, but it's again, it's not the same. Yeah. So again, you're not watching it as like you know a ten year old or whatever. True. So there's going to be different things and. Yeah. As, things, as as times change so should tv and everything else and
0: that's kind of you kind of touched on something that's hard that's really hard in general about making stuff based on nostalgia is that because if this new Saved by the bell is successful which it for sure won't be because it's on a peacock streaming network and people just don't do that there are not very many examples if any of this working like star trek discovery was a very big deal
1: it was on cbs
0: uh, CBS All Access okay. exclusively in America and I don't think it got them the bump they were hoping it did. Yeah. Um,
1: but every, every network trying it, to do their said, own streaming it still, thing now. It's
0: still going. So it's not like it's a failure. But anyways, I don't think that this is going to be enough to get people to pay for Peacock however much it ends up costing. It'll... But that's not the point. The point is whenever they go back into the nostalgia bucket to try to entertain us, mm-hmm. if... so. If I like if I don't like it or people from my generation that grew up with Say by the Bell mm-hmm. don't like it.
1: It's it's toast.
0: They no, they don't care. It's not it doesn't really? matter. Because here's the thing. If the current generation of roughly twenty year olds, like fifteen to twenty five year olds, mm-hmm. love it, then that's a smash hit well, and a huge true. success. There's more of them. That they care way more about that audience than the nostalgic audience that was excited about it. So that's like the weird that is, double-edged sword of nostalgia is you want it. It's nostalgic ideally. for us, but
1: we're not the target that it's supposed exactly. to be for. That's I, funny.
0: Exactly. So for some things we can still be the target audience, mm-hmm. but for things like this, it doesn't appear, I mean, it very clearly does, it was not made for us because it's a whole new cast and I guess we'll see, but it, yeah. it just for sure does not look like it was made for us. It just looks like any cookie cutter high school show that's on Netflix or CW or any of those right now and so they did, but they use that name to try to get more recognition and put a couple of the old cast members in it and maybe I'll be wrong and some of the old cast will be in it a lot and we'll get some good gags and it'll be really good yeah. but yeah it the nostalgia thing is tough though because you want to entertain a new audience it makes me curious but but you don't want to alienate the original audience yeah
1: i'm curious to see like how similar it is because obviously they have like you know they have the zach they have the lisa they i don't know who they have a screech because i don't know how closely they're gonna resemble um i don't know how closely they're gonna like stay on with the the other bayside crew but yeah it's funny because like you'd think that they would they're going after our nostalgia, wherever it was. Right. The but same, we'll, with something because we that doesn't appear to have been made for us. So like we start it, but then yeah. I don't know.
0: Yeah, we'll see how it works out. Um. Anyways, you said you have a, You had another piece of news for us. I
1: did, and this one got me um excited, because this is another piece that they're popping out of that or dragging out of that nostalgia bucket is mm-hmm. that they are, uh, finally uh redoing um three men and a baby. And I was obsessed with this movie when I was younger.
0: I've and never seen it.
1: Really? Yeah. Oh my god, I loved this movie. Um, and the um, this it's going to who is dis- the original cast? Um, Tom Selleck. Oh god, I'm failing so hard right now. Um,
0: you didn't give yourself much of a chance. You said Tom Selleck, and then you immediately said I'm failing.
1: It, it and like the other <laughs> ones. I can't remember the names. Are and, they
0: famous actors? Yes. Um, so Tom Selleck and two famous actors and a baby. Yeah. Okay.
1: Um, and so, uh, it's going to be on Disney and, um, Zac Efron. It's, this is his first, um, I guess it's his return to Disney since high school musical.
0: Oh, interesting. So,
1: and, um, so he's going to be one of the three dads raising a baby. I don't know where the story is going to go, but I was, I was like really excited to have Zac Efron back on TV. That's funny that you
0: framed it like that. Zac Efron's return to Disney. I've never in my life thought about what studios make what, and I don't care. Like, okay
1: well high school musical was a big deal to me
0: <laughs> yeah but he, it's not like he's returning to disney it's not like if it was a tv show
1: but the high school musical like that was where he got to start i know
0: i'm not denying the the success or the the importance of disney for him mm-hmm. at the beginning of his career i'm saying he's not returning to disney just because disney happens to be producing this one movie is he's it going to disney plus it, it's an only a disney plus movie yeah Gotcha.
1: So he's returning to Disney.
0: I mean, technically, but it's just a movie. Like anyone could have made this movie; it just happened to be Disney. Is my point. Yeah. But you can't say that about High School Musical, really.
1: Yeah, because that one was a. I think that was a made-for-TV movie. Yeah,
0: I'm nitpicking though. You're right. He is technically returning to Disney, which I guess is exciting. Yes. But you say, but when you say even that, I can't let it go. You when you say returning to Disney. He's not returning to anything resembling what he was here to do last time, so it's like whatever.
1: Does it matter to me? He's returning to Disney.
0: Has he not already returned to Disney? Nope. None. Nothing he's ever been in has aired on Disney Plus.
1: It's probably aired, but it wasn't a Disney like, Studios production.
0: Yeah. See, that's why I guess it doesn't seem that similar to me. Is two? Is Three Men and a Baby uh, like an adult comedy? A kid? Yeah, it was movie, a like.
1: It was a comedy, from what I remember. And it wasn't like a rom-com, but it was just like three dudes trying to raise a baby. Yeah. And so it was hilarious nice. back in the 90s.
0: I feel... I also am a little bit unfair towards movies that don't go to theaters. Yeah. Like, it's not a real movie.
1: Well, you're going to have to it's get silly. used to that because a lot of things yeah. are going to streaming now.
0: Well, then the real movies are going to stop being made then. Oh. It's just like sort of a movie. And I'm already a little butthurt. I've, I keep mentioning it, but I'm, I'm very sad about um, Beverly Hills Cop 4 being a Netflix movie. I just, watching movies in your house is not special. It just isn't. It's cool because, like, it's fun, kind of. But experiencing a movie for the first time in a movie theater is 40,000 times more exciting and fun. For me. Yeah. But, anyways, that's pretty cool, though. I have heard of that movie. It's not like I've never heard of Three Men and a Baby. Yeah. I just have never seen it.
1: Yeah. And they were talking for a long time. There was always a talk of, like, having the sequel be three men and, and the bride and almost be like it's like the girl's wedding yeah um but uh i don't that i don't know if that ever like how close it ever came to being in production um and so obviously that's not gonna happen now if zach efron's on there yeah so um but yeah that, that's, that's my movie news
0: that's cool i love zach efron i'll watch most of his uh, stuff uh, okay so he's,
1: he's got a new Oh, the
0: TV show! Yes, it's It's so good. Life according to Zac Efron, or something. I don't know. He's like like travels
1: around the world and just meets people. And I want to be his friend. Like he's just cool. Like Um, just traveling around everywhere and just kind of being this like nomad. Yeah, it's awesome.
0: Well, from a nomad to nomad, (laughs) it's time to move on (laughs) to the main segment. (laughs) Sorry, I couldn't.
1: That was that was a great segment. I couldn't pass it up. You just laid.
0: (laughs) You just tossing me this softball. So, um
1: oh heaven.
0: Yeah. Um <laughs> so we're going to we're going to get into fantastic beasts and where to find them now. Um I'm very excited about this. One thing we're not going to be able to do on these is compare them to the books because there are not there is a book, but it's be literally fair. the movie. Well, no, there's a separate book. Other, oh, the the, the textbook. It's a textbook. Yeah. Um but there is like notes and some story stuff and some mm-hmm. info in there, but yeah, so while there is technically a book, we're not really gonna be able to spend too much time on book comparisons this time
1: because there's not really a plot to follow along. It's just textbook.
0: Right, they're just kind of the same. But I am going to catch you off guard by starting with a fufuf. What? Yep.
1: You can't. You can't just start with a fufuf. That's my thing.
0: I'm I'm the one doing the fufuf out of order this time. Oh jeez. Um, and the reason I'm doing it is because I just said no, Madge. Oh yeah! So apparently, I remember when this came out that they were going to be called that the American learning about the American Wizarding World's very exciting class. Oh my
1: gosh, I was so enthralled with yeah. Ilvermorny.
0: Um, yeah. So and Ilvermorny is amazing. I am a Thunderbird. Shout out to Thunderbirds. Um, what are you?
1: I think it was a Thunderbird with something else.
0: No, you are just one thing. Like when you take the test, it's like you are this.
1: I think I was Thunderbird.
0: You are a Thunderbird. Yeah. Sweet. Um. So. Anyways, when this was all coming out and we were getting, like, little bits and bobs before the movie, one of those bits and or bobs was that the muggles would be called nomadges.
1: Such an American thing.
0: However, yeah, it's, it's about as creative as you'd expect <laughs> of us, but there's a very, very good reason why they don't say muggles. Why? In the 1920s, muggles was U.S. slang for marijuana cigarettes. What? this explains why members of the u.s wizarding community don't use the term to mean non-magical people but call them nomad instead
1: oh my word yeah
0: so that's why we don't say muggles that's not an excuse for why we're not more creative than nomad but that's why muggles is not a thing in America. i mean the
1: way that america abbreviates a lot of stuff it can like that falls right into- i'm fine
0: with it. it i i never it never bothered me too much i was like okay nomad let's go yeah that's but true um anyways so yeah the first one fantastic beasts uh and where to find them my favorite podcast calls it fantastic beasts where to find them they're they're in the case (laughs) (laughs) but um
1: i i love this movie because it's in an era that i absolutely love just looking at with like aesthetics and the clothing and it's it's just so beautiful to be in like 1920s new york like ugh, i love it
0: i love it too um yeah i really love this movie a lot it was i mean we were starving for more harry potter when it came oh. out the hype and the news behind it was just like no way they're doing more <gasps> and then it was like oh and it's gonna we're gonna see america and it's a period piece in like the 20s this just keeps getting better and better and like yeah i was just getting more and more hype for it and it totally delivered it and i like just and love it so much
1: i love that they were out of school like it was, it's adult magic. So you got to see them do a whole bunch of different spells These and These movies like,
0: in general are yeah, very adult.
1: Yeah. yeah, and it was just like the, the storyline's different. Like just how everything interacts and like, and then we have a whole different side with like all the different animals thanks to Newt. Yeah, like of just like the other side. there's this whole other side of magic that we had no idea. Yeah, it's like Hagrid's class on crack. Like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> they should have called it that. Yeah, <laughs> Hagrid's class on crack.
1: <laughs> how come no one bought tickets for their kids? <laughs>
0: um yeah so this is great um let's since we can't do book comparisons let's start with our favorite magical bit okay um and we can't just use well i'm gonna (laughs) (laughs) uh for me it's the case and not not the magic of something being big on the inside, we get that. Oh, I love that. Doctor Who's been doing that for decades.
1: Doesn't matter, it's still cool. And
0: then Harry Potter did it really well and it's so dope. But, what is in there, specifically, like, all the different environments for each of the different animals Mm -hmm. is so beyond cool. I love it so much. Like, the scene when you first go down there and you see things through the eyes of of Jacob, he's like your muggle Uh slash nomad contact point for the movie. Like,
1: you're just as you're just as is you're just as in awe as he is when you see everything. Totally, because you're like I relate. I want to like I want some weird wizard to come cross past me, and all of a sudden I'm in you know into the wizarding world, even if it is a weird case of animals.
0: Yeah, and I'd be just as chill as this dude, who is so chill. <laughs> <laughs> but he does a really good job. Dan Fogler plays Jacob, um, and we saw a thing earlier. He was almost beat out by. Uh, or no, no i don't know if he was to be almost beat out but there was
1: other casting things it they was...
0: considered josh Gad.
1: yeah which and
0: um which I, I... I think i think anything would have been worse i think he could not have done better or could not be doing better as jacob he's amazing i love yeah. dan Fogart. i think josh
1: Gad could have done a good job but yeah. i think he his style may have like almost overshadowed some of it,
0: it it's a bit much um and then the other one was michael Sarah. Who chose to do the voice of Robin in the Batman oh, Lego yeah. movie? I
1: don't know how that would have worked in the
0: Batman Lego movie instead. And um,
1: just because his his kind of timing of stuff, I, don't I mean, know it would have been totally different. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: But I like their inter- his interaction that, with Eddie Redman, though. Yeah, I think Dan Fogler's less distracting too. But I think Michael Sarah, it's like okay, the guy from Superbad and or Arrested Development is in oh he's a wizard is in a wizard movie now.
1: Yeah. Um, and he wasn't as well known at the time either. So it was kind of, he, he was, he was, he, Oh, yeah. I don't Cause know.
0: Cause it was, he got, I mean, the most famous things he's ever done are arrested development and Superbad, And this came out definitely after this.
1: <gasps> oh yeah. Okay. It, I guess obviously the way he looks in there, I was just not connecting the dots at all. What
0: are you talking about?
1: I'm talking, are you talking about, I'm not talking about, um, I'm
0: talking about Michael Sarah. Oh, I wasn't
1: talking about him. I was talking about the actual, um, guy who plays Jacob. Dan Fogler. Yeah.
0: What are what did you say about him? So
1: I was like, I was like, if he's not in Bad, but
0: he's not that famous yet. You're saying, yeah. So it was nice to have time. somebody. He's Still not that famous.
1: Yeah. So it ha- was having someone like a fresh face almost. In, yeah, on the I screen agree. Was, I uh, agree. Good helps. idea too.
0: Um, but he's great. I mean, I had seen him in Take Me Home Tonight before this, which is a really good, really underrated, phenomenal movie. Um, yeah. So if Again, you haven't he, seen that, he in, does in, like enjoy, hit but... the,
1: you know, kind of not quite the sidekick, but. That kind of thing in that movie is really well.
0: Yeah. Go watch Take Me Home Tonight. Um, But anyways, yeah, his reaction to everything is so laid back. He's just chill. It's fine. I'm just going to go with this. And he does such a good job of acting that out and making it believable of like, why is he not freaking out?
1: Yeah. He's just along for the ride. He's like, I can't make this stuff up. Okay.
0: That was a cool scene. He's like, I don't have the imagination to make this up. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's fine. Um, For me, I... I I just love the way everyone apparated. I thought it was like the coolest thing. They're I just not. yeah. I yeah. just I think because you don't see it very often in
0: We see it when Dumbledore takes Harry to that cave.
1: Yeah, but it's not you I mean in here you see it everywhere like all the it's auras and stuff like that and so you get to see the whole kind of like more politics business side of stuff. Yeah. And
0: people talk about Harry Potter and they're like wouldn't you just apparate everywhere? Yes, and they do. Yeah we were mostly watching kids at school that weren't allowed to and didn't know how yeah like they're not allowed to
1: until like year six yeah so um i yeah i just thought that was really cool i think it's just like all of the the rules that um are established i think in like the harry potter world like they're not there so they just get to actually be full-blown wizards and it's so cool yeah i just love it
0: yeah i love it too um so, you like the apparition. Mm-hmm. I like the inside of Nudes case. I just
1: really wish that I could apparate. So, I just like... I think it's a beautiful thing and I want to be able to do it so bad.
0: It'd be nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's... the
1: splinching would kind of suck, but... Well, you learn.
0: Yeah. You learn not to get splinched. But the... um, Yeah. Yeah. It'd be so cool. Anyways. um, And then the cast. So, we talked a little bit more about mm-hmm. the casting. Eddie Redmayne absolutely nails it yeah like i love him as newt he's the perfect balance of like awkward but then like when he needs to be like knowledgeable and sound formidable Mm -hmm. he totally can and like like his words carry weight in the movie like when he has it in those run-ins uh especially towards the end of the movie when he has run-ins with um grindelwald and trying to help out with credence and stuff yeah it's like him talking to other people and telling them what to do his, and then his, his heart, heart is the reason why you kind of love him, Crimes too. of Grindelwald, he's good at being, like, bold and, you know, when he needs to. He's not just an awkward weirdo. No,
1: he just but, happens to be the, like, things he is most passionate about is yeah. animals and making sure that, like, people get treated right.
0: And his effortless, impressive magic throughout both movies oh, it's earns your respect along the way. Yeah. So you, like, take him seriously because of that.
1: Yeah, he's just, like, all over the place. And yeah, then, very and well
0: written, very well performed um, by Eddie Redmayne. Um, which leads me to another fufuf.
1: Oh, yep. you are full I'm doing of it, I'm doing it Betty style
0: this time. Oh my gosh, just, for what what structure? I'm just doing fuf-fufs. Um, So this fufuf is on point because we're talking about um, Eddie Redmayne as Newt's commander. Fun fact for you: Eddie Redmayne cut his wig himself and <laughs> did it in the dark. <laughs> The reason he did this is because their hair designer, Faye Hammond, believed that Newt would often need to groom himself on ships and other less than ideal circumstances. So Hammond handed a bewildered Redmane a pair of rusty kitchen scissors and instructed him to use them in a nearby closet. So the the hair designer so The hair designer of the film told Eddie Redmane to go in a dark closet with old scissors and cut his own hair what you want a haircut huh here take these scissors go in the closet leave me alone <laughs> come out when you're done um, it kind
1: of makes sense though because it's all like floppy and whatever yeah. like it just goes to like i just love it because i'm like of course newt doesn't give a crap what he looks like you know I mean, just... he just cares a
0: little bit he's a very nice outfits on always
1: yeah but like it's all functional he's like out to do what he's sure it's not know, the priority for yeah. yeah exactly yeah.
0: um but I just think that's really amazing. I think it's almost certain that he did that and then he came out and then they fixed it a little bit or something like maybe touched it. up. I want to know what it looked like
1: (laughs) if that was the end result or how heinous did it look when it came out of that closet?
0: Yeah, but I thought that was that's fun. (laughs) I think that's pretty cool. You know, it's also funny is like, I feel like after this movie, you saw more and more of that hairstyle popping up. And so you have people in the real world basing their haircut. On something Eddie Redmayne did in the dark in a closet with kitchen scissors. <laughs> so I don't know. That's interesting <laughs> to me. It's true. But um, I think it's not a terrible looking hairstyle. I just think the the story's funny.
1: Have you gotten some of that? Have you tried that hairstyle yet? No,
0: my no. I, I mean, you have curly hair. You could, I do have you curly could, hair. You could rock, I, I you could, could could. You
1: could rock the new commander. It's
0: the, the dryness of it and the the, <laughs> the rat, poofy, the rat nesty vibe. <laughs> um yeah it just looks like a dry nesty hair
1: well yeah he's got more. a bird's nest up there well
0: he doesn't have good conditioner either clearly <laughs> and that's i think where he's losing me well it's
1: 1926 so they have good conditioner back then
0: i'm not saying it's his fault <laughs> i'm just saying he doesn't have it <laughs> but um yeah anyways this i guess we'll just i mean is there any other casting we want to mention real quick actually huh uh colin farrell awesome oh awesome he in this movie. Funny. I
1: just love that he just wanted to be part of the series and so he's like that mm-hmm. he's like I'll I'll play whatever. <laughs> yeah
0: he was really excited. It's kind of the same thing with it. Johnny
1: Depp. It was just like I just want to be part of the series.
0: Is that what happened with Johnny yeah, Depp? Yeah
1: he, he was like fascinated with the series so he's like I just want to be in it.
0: Yeah. Um, I do. So I don't hate Johnny Depp's performance so far in the two movies. I have nothing against that. I don't know what's going on in his personal life. That's neither here nor there. But Colin Farrell did such a great job that I, I would not have been mad if they would if it just would have been him they couldn't have done that because then why is he running around as an yeah, exactly time? but like yeah if something happens and he goes back to being colin farrell if as long as it makes sense in the story i won't be mad
1: i also i kind of like that because they kind of leave it open like okay well grindelwald can just go and turn into whoever like he's got this ability to just yeah I guess not Shape because maybe um, what he did was he was using the polyjuice potion. Like, how is he, or is he just that powerful with the with the wand that he has? Probably
0: polyjuice potion. Okay, I imagine because
1: um, like what he reveals himself. Well, but they
0: undo it with Revealio. so that and that implies that it was something some sort else sort of spell. But either way, I mean, we we have no idea. We haven't seen real wizarding yet on screen until this movie. We've again we've seen children <laughs> in school learning some of it. Yeah. <laughs> so and like we,
1: and some adults trying to teach them.
0: Right. So the seeing real wizarding um granted also 70 years before what's yeah. going on in the movies we saw which how much do people learn in general about just daily life in that amount of time? So imagine how much you'd learn about spells and mm-hmm. things I imagine it'd be some similar but
1: it, and speaking of that though like you it's because we're looking at like the adults and we out of the school. No one's wearing robes, so like you actually get to see what wizards wear. You get like the oars jackets yeah, and like they wear all this sh- st- just normal normal clothes. clothes. Yeah. And so you don't have. There's this I don't know. But
0: I think I know why Johnny Depp ended up looking like Colin Farrell. Huh? Because he got his hair from a barber shop, so he just grabbed like a chunk of hair out of a barber shop. So he's probably got a bunch more of them, so he could come back as Calm Farrell like as many times as he wants oh probably what he did he went to the barbershop okay you're talking about Grindelwald
1: not Johnny Depp same thing I know but I was trying to say that like I thought you meant like the actor himself went into a barbershop and got the wig no I'm not talking
0: about Jared Leto (laughs) um so like Grindelwald would have like you know done some magic to acquire all the hair that just cut off dude's head and then (laughs) endless
1: supply apologies pushing yeah
0: Pretty much, but then I was as I was telling this potential this theory, I thought, and then he killed him, so they couldn't be in the same place at at the same time. And then I was like, well, if he's going to kill him, why not just kill him whenever and then shave his head? I don't know. Yeah, so or it's just
1: he has more powerful magic than we've seen thus far. Yeah,
0: which is
1: most likely the scenario.
0: Also, I just want to point out, uh, emo. I remember who Voldemort is.
1: (laughs) He was just born. Yeah, The start of this movie. Uh,
0: Voldemort was born two weeks after the events in this film. Oh, there you go. So
1: so remember that he exists.
0: There you go, Emo. <laughs> um, it's funny, on the stream today, Emo was like, because um, <laughs> I said I was a Hufflepuff. Mm-hmm. And then, what did he say? Something to the effect of like, yeah, Cedric, that makes sense. Cedric Diggory couldn't remember who Voldemort was either. <laughs> <laughs> or something like that. And I was like, Okay. <laughs> i think i butchered it but anyways um colin farrell awesome in his role i really like the sisters um i think the i forget her name that plays queenie did a great job yeah um, i okay i love her performance in the f- first movie. her
1: accent is probably one of my favorite things
0: oh it's so good
1: because it's not quite the transatlantic accent but it's like let's New just York. hear it oh i can't do it yeah no just do it no there's no
0: there's just say like you want dinner honey
1: Okay, you can do it. I can't. I tried it for a murder mystery dinner, and I kept switching for like a Southern New York, like kind of like what is it like Yiddish sound? I don't know. What I was, I'm terrible. You're like, get over here. Yeah, pretty much. And I was like, I was like, wow, am I a mob boss (laughs) in this 1920s murder mystery? I was like, this is stupid. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I tried the transatlantic thing. It just doesn't work. But
0: yeah, such a weird accent. And it's a
1: her the way she talks is like not quite marilyn monroe but kind of like that's the like there's
0: inspiration clearly yeah there. yeah um,
1: i just i love that character so much
0: yeah um so yeah she's great and then uh what's her name the the lady that plays tina tina i don't
1: know i'm terrible i didn't look up anybody's like actual she's names.
0: someone who normally i know her name but i can't think of it at the moment really good job i like her like disheveled just like gonna have to take in like I think she's just oh, like, exactly. You can just tell that she's just like, well, over it. Here's the perfect excuse to show them I'm an mm-hmm. and I need to be an or again. And like, she's just like eager to jump at the chance to ignore the rules so that she can get back to being an aura. But
1: I also just feel bad because like she's trying, and every single time she tries to explain something, they're just like, go back to your hole, basically. Like, and she's like, "But I caught somebody who's not supposed to be here. Like, yeah. where? And the, like, oh, are you eavesdropping again? Like, no, I no, I caught I someone somebody who I'm, wasn't. So, and all the your... other orrs are up here talking to you, Madam President. So yeah,
0: I did your job for you. So I thought that you'd like that. Yeah. Yeah, and,
1: and like, what do you mean? You've had weeks, and this person's been, or like, three days, and this person is, you know, ha- I know walking they just, around. They and I'm just like,
0: chastise it right away. I
1: was like, what? whatever.
0: But anyways, so casting all around, super solid in this movie, in my opinion, mm-hmm. uh, it's just wonderful. Um, let's talk about the beasts, though. We got to talk beasts if mm-hmm. we're talking fantastic what, beasts. Which one is your favorite? Which one uh, is your least? Um,
1: what is your favorite? What is your least favorite?
0: Okay, I think my favorite might be. I think it's called a Nunda. I didn't look it up. I'll Should I look it up? No. Okay. So I'm going to go with Nunda.
1: I'm, I'm going with this is the opportunity for them to email us and tell us we were wrong.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, I think it's called a Nunda or something like that. It's the big lion thing that has like a pufferfish neck.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: I love those things. They're so dope. And then I think my Did you say least favorite? Mm-hmm. And then my least favorite is probably the one right next to it, the grap the graphorn
1: is that the horse squid thing? Yeah. Yeah. I don't like that one either.
0: Disgusting. I don't like it. Yeah. Like
1: part of me is like, oh, the baby's cute. Nope. Nope. Still can't do it. The nope. squid face can't nope. do it.
0: Get out of here, squid face. You like I
1: like the the giant dung beetle more than I like that thing.
0: <laughs> the giant dung beetle was cuter than the baby grab horn. Yeah. Which is saying something. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That squid face wasn't there. It was, that wasn't it for me. Yeah. Um, but the Nundu, um, pretty cool.
1: I, I, at first I was going to, it's the. The Niffler? No, at first, I, I my favorite was always, at least in this movie, was going to be, like, the moon... The moon... Calf. Moon Calf The thing? moon
0: calves. Their name is actually really sad. You know what Moon Calf is? What? It's, like, a miscarriage that ends up, like, deformed Aww. and, like... Something like that. And well, that's um sad. So, they named... Yeah, they came up with the name Moon Calf because it, like, looks like a deformed, messed up cow.
1: Oh. <laughs> okay. They're well, cute, though. Well, it's not. Uh, but, no, after, like, realizing... Between the two movies, I was like, okay, yeah, the little little Nifflers are my favorite because they're just so sassy. And they're like, I'm yeah. just going to shove this in my pouch. Like, you can see me, but I'm going to do it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> and um, like the jewelry scene where like, you know, he goes into the jewelry the thing.
0: Jewelry and, or the bank?
1: No, the jewelry. Yeah. Where it, um, and,
0: I do love in the bank. I love how every time he gets caught, he slowly keeps shoving something <laughs> into his pouch. Like every single time.
1: My because when he's in front of, him he's in the jewelry store, and he gets, you know, because stuff walking by, and he's like, wait, and he comes back and like, you know, turns around, and he's like staring at him, and he, it's just the whole thing, just like slowly, it's like you don't see me, I'm just gonna shove this in my pouch, <laughs> yeah, and like they like lock eyes, and I just oh, it cracks That's me so, up, and he's, so he's like crap, and like skidaddles,
0: yeah, I like that. Um, I would say another one I have, I think Nifflers are definitely amongst my favorites too. They're just so much personality, they're so cute. Oh. <laughs> but the other one I have to mention is, is the what
1: i've got one in my head
0: okay i'm happy for you um the Akami.
1: oh the snake it's peacock
0: so cool it's so beautiful yeah that one is the really colors pretty. on it are dope yeah that one's just visually stunning it's such a cool creature um fun fact coming up oh about my that god creature, you baby
1: did you just do that just so you could segue into a FF. F- f- f?
0: no i'm just f- 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 on a oh roll oh my gosh i'm just on a fff f- roll um so, J.K. Rowling invented the word coronaptics. What? Corina- er, nope, t- coronapticsic.
1: <laughs>
0: try that again? She invented the word okay. Uh which is a creature that can shrink or grow to fit the available space. The alchemy is one such creature. My question is, is this not a trait of a goldfish, and how did J.K. Rowling beat everyone to the punch on that?
1: Because not only... Because they can... Goldfish grow to the size of their container. They don't shrink to the size of their container. Ah, so, so that's it's how like she it's, got it's a genie. Yeah, it's a genie
0: where it's like. Coronaptixic. Yeah, yep. So she invented a science word for her alchemy.
1: Um, I think my, I mean, I love the Niffler and everything else, but like one of my favorite scenes with an animal yeah. has to be the horny hippo rhino thing. The
0: irruptant. Er- yeah,
1: the irruptant. <laughs> I love because the way Newt has to like
0: <laughs> his dance, the dance gets her every time. Like when he like brushes his jacket aside to reveal his bottom, uh, or like the little stomps and noises. Yeah, and headwaves. Like, uh,
1: it's so stupid, sluts. and I love it. Yeah, and then like then <laughs> because it like smells whatever the. Uh, pheromones or whatever it is that is on him and he like rolls over and it's like doing one of these like a cat like trying to get yeah um Jacob in the tree I was just like I can't this is this thing is it looks a little bit like one of those bubble fish that has like you know the big um like a goldfish that has the bulged eyes yeah and that's what it looks like on his front but it's kind of got a little bit of a rhino thing going on and a hippo I don't know yeah it's
0: it's, it's crazy I love how I love its demeanor it's demeanor is like a puppy or something. Yeah. Like it runs up to the tree and it just stabs it with its enormous horn. And it's and like, fills its now with, I get to play with fills it. fills it with like exploding goo. And it's like,
1: yay, it's coming down now. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, dude. Or like, yeah, the way it rolls over and it's like, hey. Yeah.
0: There's yeah. an erupent horn in the Lovegood's family home. Oh, yeah. And it, um, it explodes. I was going to say, it's like, scene. doesn't it explode in yeah. the book? In the I think in the movie. But they just don't explain it in the movie. What's oh. that? Why? That explodes, but nice. anyways, um, do we have any other little specific thoughts? or Are we ready to rank this movie and move on to the next one?
1: Um. Either I, way, yeah. Either what way. What are we using to rank?
0: That's a good question. Uh, let's use um, alchemy eggs.
1: Ooh, full on silver. All right,
0: yeah, full on silver. Let's go. Uh,
1: are we doing seven out of seven? Okay.
0: How many alchemy eggs out of seven?
1: I'm going with. Five and three quarters.
0: Five and three quarters. Yeah. Five and three quarters. I think you're being funny, do you? Five and three quarters. Yeah, actually, it's probably closer day. to six.
1: but closer to six.
0: Oh wow, six. Okay, yeah. cool. I'm gonna go six and a half. I love this movie. Yeah, it's, it's wonderful. Just
1: the The whole aesthetic of it, and I'm just kind of in love with like 1920s era anything. So yeah, just like the haircuts, the hair, the clothing, everything. Just love it.
0: It's so good. I love it. Yeah. And uh, that leads me to the final foof.
1: The final foof for...
0: For the Fantastic Beasts. And where did we put them? They're in the case. They're in the case. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is the first Harry Potter film to win an Academy Award. Really? Yep. For Best Costume Design. Ooh. Colleen Atwood.
1: Well, good job, the- Colleen. Yeah.
0: So take that, eight other historically big deal hollywood <laughs> films. <laughs> yeah. So, pretty cool. Pretty good one. All right. Um so now it's time to move on to for the moment the most recent Harry Potter film. Fantastic Beasts: Crimes of Grindelwald. Grind- Grind.
1: <laughs> Grindelwald.
0: Grindelwald.
1: Or however you say it in your weird language. Yes. Yeah,
0: Crimes of Grindelwald. Um, so I can't, (laughs) but you have to, I know you're stuck with me. No, I'm kidding. Um, so the crimes of Grindelwald, should we start with the same thing? Should we go through our favorite magical stuff first and talk cast and talk beasts?
1: Sure. But I have a fiff of rough top right out of the gate, right out of the gate. So copying
0: me. Yes. Oh my gosh.
1: It's the only way I can get my fifth of in. Oh my gosh. Um, so a lot of people, like, it, the first time I saw this, I didn't catch it, but I saw the, this most recent time was the, in the opening credits where it actually says like fantastic beasts and like Grindelwald. Yeah. You can see the elder wand, the, the symbol for the Cape and the resurrection stone. It's like part of the whole thing. And so the, nice. this whole, uh, the Deathly Hallows is kind of, um, it's a, the symbolism is like kind of in a couple spots in the movie. It's very subtle but it's th- um, a couple spots in the movie.
0: Well, it's, and it's not subtle at all in the first movie. He's like, hey, take this Deathly Hallows necklace and touch it if you want me to come talk to you. Yeah, right? So, yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: but he doesn't say, like, what it is. It's just, like, we know what the symbol means. Yeah. And we know that it's associated with um, Grindel
0: Grindelwald. Oh, God damn it! Did I ruin it? Grindelwald.
1: Uh, Grindelwald. And I don't think it's Wald. Well, he's from Germany
0: is, is it, he he doesn't sound like it he, he sounds like johnny depp
1: well it's sounds uh, british i thought it was like the w is a v sound like it's a germanic yeah v maybe sound. and not, he also didn't he go to drumstrung i think some drumstrung some, drum
0: dermstrang dermstrang <laughs> <laughs> drumstrung no he didn't go to drumstrung
1: <laughs> i think he did go to dermstrang
0: yeah but so it probably is grindelwald but i think th- we hear it said both ways in yeah. these movies um, I'm looking up the
1: sorry, I had a professor that had like the V or the W as a V sound, so I think I just that's the way I pronounce it. Yeah,
0: I mean I think regional pronunciations are fine. Um oh yeah, there's the I'm looking at the logo for crimes of Grindavund and um Yeah. There's in there. They're they're right there. Yeah. Where's the where's the stone? There, so the I in crimes is the Elder Wand. Yeah. And then the A in Grindelwald is it's the, the triangle, yeah, where's the which one do they consider to be the cir- I guess it's a circle so i mean the 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 o and of would work, I, guess. I suppose but kind of a cop out
1: but yeah, you can only see the elder it's one, interesting
0: though. though, I like that yep, um, very cool.
1: I'm actually surprised you didn't know that. I feel great that I found a FIFIF. if you didn't know
0: I don't think it's the first time I've learned that I just think I forgot oh. like when I saw it, I probably noticed it, okay, for sure. But um it's still very cool. So this movie, um, favorite magical bit. You go first Ooh. this time.
1: Um
0: what do you think? While you say it, while you think about it, I'm just gonna mention how insanely also full spoilers for all of this. I thought that hopefully that's clear right out of the gate. Oh yeah. But um this one this one is news. more recent than the, everything else we've talked about. Yeah. All the other ones are like four years old or more. This is only a couple mm-hmm. years old. Um, So if you haven't watched it yet, full spoilers for this starting now. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, because there are there is especially one. We'll get to it later. But there's one kind of insane twist in this one that would be a little bit of a bummer to get spoiled for you. Um, Just a wee bit. Yeah, except that I don't think it's true at all. Anyways, the um, I was going to say it's cold blooded as heck how he takes his little lizard friend and just throws it out of the carriage. Oh, my gosh. Just discards it. In his escape. So. It's crazy. It's crazy to me. So. He's just like, this thing's annoying. And chucks it. I'm like, you asshole.
1: So speaking of that scene, I was just thinking on this. So the carriage has Thestrals. And everyone apparently can see these Thestrals. Can they? They act like they can. And.
0: I mean, they're all like adults
1: yeah so but apparently you can only see a thestral if you've actually witnessed death
0: right so they are auras and stuff i'm sure yeah. they've all witnessed death and
1: i they just i guess it was just it painted They're
0: transporting a, different... a prisoner i'm pretty sure they've yeah. all witnessed death but it was like
1: it just shows me the difference of the innocence of the, the kids at hogwarts versus like the adults in 1927 yeah of like okay how hard have, have their lives been when i was like wait the thestrals are Legit, maybe maybe they just showed them for the audience so that yeah. we know what they were or whatever, what have you. But yeah, yeah, um interesting. Um,
0: Interessante.
1: I don't know what my favorite thing is. I just loved all the spells in this. There's all so, the spells. Yeah, all the spells. Very I'm good gonna, spells. Uh, especially the ones that like he that Grindelwald does when he's like, escaping because there's just so many that he does like off the bat he's like creates lightning out of nowhere and like as he's escaping in the carriage in the beginning of yeah oh it's just so cool
0: yeah that is pretty cool how he controls the lightning a little bit um i think my what is mine gonna be i mean once again i really love newt's place where he lives and he goes downstairs and there's Mm -hmm. like this massive like lake thing he made for the kelpie yeah um the kelpie itself is amazing and so cool looking oh yeah um
1: So is it just me or did that, when you look down, when you get like the aerial shot of like his little thing, it reminded me of that painting where it's like all the stairs, like the artist, the MC Escher. Yeah. Yeah. Where all the stairs kind of like go, um, connect into each other. Yeah. That was was intentional. I'm uh, sure. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, I
0: know that was intentional with the stairs in Hogwarts. Oh, okay. so. So maybe
1: that's like the reminiscent of that then.
0: Yeah. I think so.
1: Um, but yeah, I think just the way that, because it was like a skinnier, um, uh room, uh that was what I was getting. I feel really bad for Bunty. She gets like I know she's she, so she, sweet. She just like loves on Newt and like doesn't get any love back because Newt yeah. only has eyes for Tina. Um Wait. but um I just feel because you like you see her in the beginning and then he she just gets dismissed and you never see her again. Yep. And I'm like and she's a faithful servant. Yep. Like cleaning that weird moose horse yeah. thing with giant teeth Teeth.
0: Um, that thing was crazy. It had the biggest mouth ever.
1: I was like, it's going to eat her.
0: <laughs> um, That, by the way, that lizard that Grindrin threw out of the carriage, she's shaking her head. I'm just thing. always going to shake my head at you. Um, Was a chupacabra in the wizarding world.
1: Chupacabra? Yeah. That thing looks like a just a regular iguana a looking thing.
0: Bearded dragon? Yeah. Yeah, it's a chupacabra. Okay. So there you go
1: and that's just his pet that he had with him the whole time like his it's not his familiar but it's like like i don't know how
0: long i mean cuz we cause don't it see in, it at all in the first movie right no and
1: it was in I think it there's... was in his cell with him, so I thought yeah, it was something... it was
0: chained up with him in the cell. Yeah, and
1: it had, like, a mask over his mouth, so I, I wasn't sure if it was keeping him in check or what the situation was. I I needed more It looked
0: like it was his companion, and they chained his companion up with him. Yeah. But there's no reason to believe that out of the first movie. No, and then, of so... course, what
1: you were saying, he just was like, oh, thanks for your service, bye.
0: <laughs> right. So, I don't know exactly what was going on with that.
1: But, yeah. yeah. Um... Do you... we want to talk casting?
0: Uh, wait. What was my favorite magical bit?
1: I don't remember the, the room. No, I didn't say it. You yet. said you said the room where all of Newt's stuff was. Well,
0: I do. I like that a lot, but I feel like that's a cop out to pick like the exact same thing twice in a row. No. So I'm gonna pick.
1: Oh, I guess technically, yeah, all Newt's stuff.
0: Yeah. Um, I'm gonna pick. The, doo, 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 the doo, spells. Doo,
1: doo, doo. That's what.
0: I'm just kidding. I
1: was like, really? Um, I, I do. I out? do
0: like when when Grindelwald is um doing his blue fire magic at the end, and it looks like he's like an orchestra guy.
1: Oh yeah, <laughs> he's just <laughs> like, I'm gonna play. Yeah, I
0: was like, this dude. And then like, he's doing that while he's killing people. <laughs> I'm like, holy cow, this guy's crazy.
1: What? Well, yeah. But, what was that? Is it like? Was it just blue fire? Or
0: I'm sure it was not just blue fire, but. Yeah, it's like magical blue fire that, and that turns into like three people. horned
1: dragons at the end.
0: Yeah, that was crazy. That dragon. Um, favorite magical bit. Favorite magical bit. I liked the feather. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I really liked how Newt used that spell to like unpack the the crime scene. Yeah, that was really cool. And he used like gold.
1: Well, he used the Niffler, to, and was like somehow the, the Niffler, Niffler was like to... a trained like crime puppy a yeah. Trained
0: crime puppy. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Oh, man. Get your crime puppies here for solving crimes. Yep. When they get old, you can sell them to your nearest farm. But while they're young, <laughs> they'll help you solve a crime.
1: And he just finds a random feather and was like, all right, I'm going to bewitch this feather. <laughs>
0: crime puppy. Um, That's funny.
1: I just love that like, Jacob's like, <laughs> or New's like, follow that feather. And Jacob's like, all right. And grabs the case. It's like, of course, I'm going to follow a random feather. Yeah. In the Wizarding World,
0: you listen to your wizard friends. That's a rule. That's true. Oh, the circus um, was so cool, though. The circus this. was dope. Um,
1: I just uh oh, love it.
0: That creature, the we'll get into creatures later. Let's talk casting real quick. Okay. Um, I mean Johnny Depp.
1: Mm-hmm. Love him.
0: Yeah, I think he's good.
1: Loved him as this. He's just like he plays something, especially as Grindelwald. I don't he think was... I would
0: have been swayed by him in this movie at all well but
1: i can see i can see how his charms worked on people because people were tired of the crap and he had a way of manipulating i mean you saw how actually
0: to be fair he does a much better job than trump did and trump won so (laughs) (laughs) i think that's maybe he's more convincing than i think he's
1: he's very manipulative like he kind of finds a way to see what it is that you need and tells you that he's going to provide it to you yeah for and, sure. and then when his well he latches like,
0: on to something that so this is a little more deep but people like to think they're thinking for themselves yeah right and so and sometimes we do think for ourselves everybody thinks for themselves sometimes a lot of times we're just kind of a result of our environment right yeah and so whether
1: we know it or not we're copying something. right it's
0: what you do with those thoughts that kind of matter but like it's like conspiracy theorists and things like that. Like you like to feel like you're thinking for yourself, like, Ooh, you're being critical and you're figuring this out. And like, really you're just looking for a reason to feel like you're smart
1: or that me. you matter. Right. And yeah. he, so
0: he does a good job of latching onto that. Yeah. And he's like, yeah. Presenting it in a way using logic. Cause that makes sense. And like to them. And then pe- it, he has a way of making people ignore his actions, which are, that he's ruthless well and, like and he
1: has his saying that like for the greater good like he's right. like he's like this isn't about me it's this too, isn't about my hatred this is about real. all of you it's and i was real. like ah, it's, it's way too real yeah i'm like this is hitting home
0: yeah um anyways so the casting there was super solid um zoe kravitz was awesome oh, loved her in this yeah as lita Strange, so good i forget the guy's name but uh Newt's brother was good i liked him a lot yeah um and then, obviously, Dumbledore. Jude Law. Played by Jude Law was amazing.
1: Yeah. Uh, I think there's
0: some discrepancy amongst people about the the look of Dumbledore <laughs> in Fantastic Beasts compared to in Harry Potter. Like, like 20
1: years later. <laughs>
0: like He's got a pretty brutal 20 years ahead of him.
1: Well, I mean, we don't know what the battle against Grindelwald is going to do to him. <laughs>
0: Just <laughs> makes him wrinkling, and yeah. grow his beard out. Yeah. I mean, the beard is whatever. You can grow a beard like that in a couple years. Yeah. Whatever. But, um, so.
1: Uh, so, speaking of, I've got a weird fifif casting fiff F-f-f-f. Um, so, the original Dumbledore. Yeah. W- Richard. Rich well, Harris. Richard Harris. Yeah. So, his son almost played Dumbledore, the young Dumbledore in this movie. Oh. Jude Law beat him out.
0: Oh, that would have been so cool. Yeah dang yeah but i didn't... love jude law i'm not mad but that would have been dope
1: yeah i mean i just i liked that the kind of that story about it. i don't know if it was just scheduling or something else that didn't work out that'd be but...
0: crazy for richard harris to play dumbledore yeah and then he dies and michael gambon takes his role from him but richard harris gets the last laugh because the most recent dumbledore would have been played by his son yeah that would have been nuts um that is interesting but yeah uh jude law does a great job i love dumbledore as a character in this, especially, this is mm-hmm. the most likable version of Dumbledore I've I seen know. because he's just like so.
1: And I love seeing him as a professor, like just seeing his yeah, like the way teaching he is in class so well, and, and everyone like, loves him and, and dueling and, and everything. And, and I was like, oh. And, but this is another one where it's like you, none of the teachers are wearing robes. When do robes come into play? Is it like in the fifties?
0: <laughs> yeah, that's a good. That's a good call. <laughs> All of them
1: are looking sharp as shit. Like. I don't
0: know. Yeah, they got like dope clothes on that are just of the time like, period. The diff- kids had robes on. They did.
1: Yeah, but the flashbacks
0: the flashbacks of, of, of Newton Lita had blue Hogwarts robes. Mm-hmm. So, Instead of black. Yeah, which I wonder if that means that Ravenclaw won the most recent House Cup.
1: That, well, no. How do you know? Well, I don't know. I guess I don't know.
0: But... Well, maybe that would make sense to me if it's like, oh, you win the House Cup, then the next year the Hogwarts House robes are your house color. Mm. Or the Yeah, the Hogwarts robes. Because why else would they be blue?
1: I, I don't know. I you have know? Not, no, no idea. Why are they black?
0: Because it's neutral.
1: Okay. I Boom. I think I think you're just reaching for a straws here.
0: Boom. I'm trying to explain a silly decision. Okay, fine. Because it's like, it's very, it leans towards Ravenclaw in an unfair way to have blue robes. Mm. That's like Ravenclaw leaning. If I was a student, I would have none of that. Unless they won the most recent house cup and earned it. That's true. You know, and then the next year Hufflepuff wins and then they're gray because I don't really like yellow that much. Yeah. And then Gryffindor wins it and they're red and Slytherin wins it and they close the school. (laughs) You know? Um,
1: Yeah. It was interesting because seeing him as uh, the professor of um, Defense Against the Dark Arts though, because I think I'm pretty sure he doesn't, when we do the flashbacks in Chamber of Secrets, he's a transfiguration teacher. Is that correct?
0: Is he? I thought um
1: I know McGonagall ends up doing it, but
0: Yeah, no, I, think, um, you're right. I but,
1: think you're right. So um but when you when I guess the minister comes in and is like, you need to fight Grindelwald, and he's like, No Grindelwald. He, he's like, I don't want you teaching like defense against Dark Arts as, after they put like the hint oh, the stuff right. on there. So he maybe he's like, All right, fine, I'll just go teach somewhere else then.
0: I bet you he switches to Transfiguration and he just teaches Defense Against the Dark Arts and sometimes Transfiguration.
1: Yeah. I don't yeah. like...
0: He's like, you guys need to know how to transfigure that Boggart into something silly. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I loved the parallel those of, of the Boggart yeah. against the... Um, With Lupin? Yeah, the Prisoner of Azkaban.
0: Yeah, the Prisoner.
1: Prisoner of Azkaban.
0: Yeah. Um, that was really cool mm-hmm. because it, it definitely gives you the vibe that like... At some point, someone that taught Lupin had that lesson yeah. from...
1: Yeah, because it was like almost on, like...
0: From him, and like it was, exact un, same. it was uncanny, yeah. Very cool. Very cool moment. Um, yeah, really good casting. Who else are we forgetting? Um, the hench lady was fine. She was kind of scary. Oh, the French hench? Yeah, she was like a pretty <laughs> French hench. Oh, the French hench? <laughs> you didn't even know what you were about to say. <laughs> <laughs> French Hench was was cool. She was just like a scary pretty lady. Uh, Nagini didn't get a lot of acting cho- like scenes or she didn't have a lot to do, I feel. Yeah.
1: Um I still think she did a good job. I'm very curious to see where her storyline goes.
0: I mean, she gets her head cut off by a teenager. I
1: know, but like I wanna see like what happens to her and how she like I wanna know how the hell she even gets associated with Voldemort in the first place.
0: That's a whole other series of movies. We're not gonna get there, I don't think. Well there's Cause we, I mean, unless yeah. the, because if we got three more of these coming, which was the plan, to do five of them, yeah, and I and guess this it one spins got over. pretty not great reception or box office, so mm-hmm. it could alter their plans. I don't personally think so. I think that it's a juggernaut that's just going to keep rolling. Yeah. Um, unless it like truly well, tanks. because
1: uh, J K. has already written the screenplay for the third one. Yeah. So I mean,
0: yeah, I don't it, think she's going to rewrite everything because no. of one like slightly bummer movie, but, yeah. um. I mean, they'd have to cover at least another twenty years of time.
1: Well, the last one um, is set to happen in nineteen forty-five, like the end or when World War Two is is happening. Like that might work because um, they're supposed they to be. There's supposed to be a nineteen-year gap
0: because Dumbledore, or Dumbledore. Um, Voldemort was born December thirty-first, nineteen twenty-six. So. For him to be, like, at least 18, which still seems t- too young to me. To, yeah. To be, like...
1: To have a nagini. Although he was
0: asking about becoming an immortal dark wizard yeah. while he was in school. Yeah. So, yeah, he might... I just
1: don't know when he meets Nagini. So I'm kind of curious. I mean, whether that gets answered in that or not, or we just... So you
0: want to see the nagini Voldemort meet cute scene? A
1: little bit. Yeah. I'm just we might We might get it in the last Especially one. Especially because, like, I don't know, because she's a... Um, uh I can't think of the word. Snake. No, I was trying to think because it's a, it's a blood curse. Yeah, so, a it's maledictus. a maledictus. Yeah. So, um, and obviously there's like, since we watched the deleted scenes part of it, there's, yeah. she's showing signs that like, of kind of having like snake skin on her or like her skin the changing, permanent setting. Yeah. End. Yeah. Cer- so it makes me wonder like how much longer she's like able to stay human and yeah. not be a snake.
0: I don't know she appears to be like a 20 something year old mm-hmm. person so who knows how long she's had the curse how long it takes to set in
1: do we know uh, how old credence is 17 okay
0: yeah in the in the last movie they okay say that makes sense but um
1: i was always how do we that. feel
0: about credence i don't like him at all i think the performance is fine and the character makes sense mm-hmm. like i don't know that i would change anything about him he just sucks
1: do you not like ezra miller
0: uh, I don't love Ezra Miller, but I don't think that's the problem. Um, there, I... There, I what I'm, i I want to clarify. I don't think there is a problem. I don't think there's anything that needs to be fixed. I don't think I'm meant to like Credence.
1: He's just a haunted individual, right? Like... His
0: and as just someone that's being sitting there being entertained by this story. When there are scenes of Credence just like shaking himself back and forth in the corner, you know, being sad. It's not interesting to me.
1: <laughs> well, you, yeah the the darkness that is the reason why he ends up being in an obscurus, obscurial. <laughs> uh, I'm whatever.
0: That's the problem, isn't it? Oh, God. <laughs> no one remembers.
1: Um, but um, it's the reason the reason why he like wants to hide all the magic is because of all the abuse that he went through. So you have to see like the reason why he you know is you have to like it has to be relatable for him to like be so dark and haunted
0: this is six months after the first movie is that what it said at the beginning i forget it said yeah i think it was six months i mean he's been on the road he's a free man he's traveling europe he's working for a circus what are you still haunted about
1: I don't know. Try 17 years of mental and physical abuse. It's in the
0: past, homie.
1: Oh, good lord.
0: I'm just kidding. Um,
1: And let alone, like, the the trauma of not knowing who you are. Like, you're like, oh, okay, I thought I was, I thought this was my real mom. Turns out I was adopted, and I have, like, this weird magical power, and now yeah, I'm just gonna go try sure. to figure this out. Yeah. For sure.
0: But anyway, so like I said, I don't think I'm meant to, I don't think you're meant to, like, root for Credence, or love Credence, or identify with Credence, or I think he's meant to just be this haunted I mean my heart like, goes out to he's him. He's meant but... to same for sure. But he's meant to be this like haunted weapon.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that uh... everyone like is either trying to save or use.
0: Right. So, um anyways. Good performance though. Yeah. Ezra Miller's a good actor. Yeah. But uh he's one of those people that's like a good actor but a weird dude. I
1: don't know, I think he's kinda of funny. I've seen him in interviews. I find him funny.
0: He's good in interviews. Yeah. But I've yeah, I've heard stories of him like in the wild being In the wild. <laughs> <laughs> not cool. Just, like, people running into him. and Oh. Yeah. Um, yeah. It happens. But, anyways, the, uh, let's see, is there any other casting we want to cover before we jump over to the Beasties?
1: McGonagall? Just.
0: I mean, I don't, know. it's such a small part. I know. Uh, for such. I some... just loved it, like. So, here's can... some. I, when is it I, actually when her or I, is it her mom? When I walked out of the theater, I thought, like, no big deal, that's a relative of hers. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not going to just assume it's the same McGonagall. Yeah like already in a, in some sort of is she a teacher he, she looked like he, she was she, a teacher they call her professor McGonagall. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah like she's already a teacher in 1926 or 27 yeah
1: and she looks to be about the same age as Dumbledore ish like
0: no nah, she looks younger
1: yeah but I mean she's not like 20 years younger
0: yeah but um anyways I remember after the movie apparently the Pottermore canon disagrees with this portrayal. Of, uh,
1: well, I'm sure there's a lot of things like in Canon that don't agree with this or the movie doesn't agree with, but yeah, they wanted it to be cool.
0: Yeah. But I think it's, I left the theater thinking like, okay, no big deal. Like people are mad about it, but I don't think it's a big deal because it could be a relative, but we watched the extended version today. Yeah. And there was a deleted scene where he straight up calls her Minerva.
1: Yeah. So the only thing, the only thing I can think of is maybe that's her mom. And, like, yeah. her mom also was named Minerva. Yep. So, but I don't think that's the case. No. But that I, may have been why they deleted it. Yeah. So, it's because if it's a deleted scene, it's not meant to be. Right. And the whole thing, so.
0: But, um, I don't know. There was, I forget where I saw it. I think it was a Pottermore thing that was, like, this is straight up impossible. Because, according to Pottermore.
1: According to math.
0: She was not alive yet. Or something like that. Yeah. But, I don't know. Um. Yeah.
1: I just I just like that she was in it cuz she's like yeah. one of my favorite professors. So.
0: Yeah, for sure. And I'm down for her to be like t- you know, 10 years younger than Dumbledore. Yeah. That's fine with me.
1: Yeah.
0: Whatever. I mean, wizards live a long time. Yeah. That's she's funny. aging gracefully. Get over it. Um <laughs> anyways, yeah, I'm pretty sure she according to Pottermore, she was not alive yet. Yeah, for this, but whatever. It's mm-hmm. it's worth it. I think it's worth it to have her in there, especially if she plays a more prominent role in the next one. Yeah. Um
1: So so are we going to do favorite beasts? Beasties. Beasties.
0: I like the Zuyu.
1: Is that the Chinese lion cat thing?
0: Yeah. Yeah. So cool. I
1: liked that this one, they went, we got to see a lot more.
0: And I like that giant, giant mouth deer. Oh,
1: yeah. Um, There was a little bit more of like just other um, folklore or or, um, things from other mythology too. So we have like the Scottish Kelpie, the whatever the kuzu thing zuyu zuyu sorry um which is like a chinese origin it kind of reminded me of like the um chinese new year parade where they have the dragon and like they kind of go down like that whole thing that's what it's meant to look like anyway um and then they had like the japanese water demon the the thing that was like at the circus
0: oh you're right yeah Yeah. that was that was crazy yeah had like a Player, Weird like bucket. An ecosystem growing on it yeah.
1: yeah um but yeah i thought it was cool that they're bringing in like other things and i think that's probably why i like this movie a lot is because it has you see other wizarding stuff other than like what you've been used to in like the uk um and with the last movie so like you see like the french ministry which was awesome
0: the french ministry ministry is really pretty yeah yeah and then you see the, the what do we think um, we didn't talk about the american ministry from the last movie
1: oh we didn't Pretty cool. Ooh, I loved it. I yeah. just love how tall it was because it seemed very, I don't know. It just fit with the era and the times, yeah, um, and like the color schemes and everything else. And For then sure. the French one is just like gorgeous. It's really pretty. Like it just the looks French like a big, like really um, small. It does, but it seemed like I mean, we only see like you know the lobby and then like one yeah. where they had the record books, or whatever it was. But um, I like that the French Ministry they have those cats, which is actually French um, mythology with those cats um, that they uh would come across and they actually are like protectors um that um like this cat or demon thing would like follow you home and it would like yeah. protect your house and so they're called
0: matagots
1: yeah those things um and i like that jk was like oh here's for my cat people i'll give you a cat thing whereas in harry potter they had the grim so there's the dog people you had the grim and you had like the cat things. hold
0: on explain to me how they satisfy the dog people fang
1: fang i'll oh, give you fang or the grim is also a dog
0: the the omen of death you think that satisfies dog owners as like yay we're in the movie a little bit not in the way that a giant adorable w- okay. cat dragon that responds the same way a kitten does to That's that true. little jingly toy <laughs> true like
1: but i was thinking just folklore So the grim has like always been more of like you know the, anyway i was going yeah. with folklore and like the cat folklore and the dog folklore there. okay i mean it's not fluffy but
0: it's fine no oh we did get fluffy mm-hmm so you're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, forgot about Fluffy. All right, you're, you're. We're good to go here. I'm slightly redeemed. Yep, just
1: a little bit redeemed.
0: Okay. Um, but yeah, I like the Zuyu a lot. You like the Madagots. Uh, what's your favorite?
1: What is my favorite car- uh, in this one? There wasn't a lot of like. There was a couple new ones.
0: Mm-hmm. Nicholas Femel was a cool beast.
1: Yeah, <laughs>
0: Dusty old did man.
1: not like the weird tentacle worm tapeworm thing that was in the guy's eyeball though that one almost made me throw up
0: The whole, like water dragon Bluh. thing no yeah
1: Bluh. no thank you it was yucky yeah no
0: yeah it was yucky
1: um i'm gonna have to go with the the baby nifflers no the kelpie kelpie is probably my oh, favorite. oh the Kelpie's kelpie dope. kelpie That's was just choice. gorgeous yeah because it was like this wild horse and it was just like yeah. it was pretty cool
0: really cool looking probably horrible to touch
1: yeah, yeah a little bit slimy i mean bunty got a whole bunch of fingers bit because of the kelpie so. she did you don't yeah. want to mess with an angry kelpie. Easy,
0: easy, bunty. Yeah.
1: Second though, baby nifflers.
0: Baby nifflers. Yeah. Baby nifflers are were great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Cool but, beast in this yeah. one. Yeah. Um. So how do we feel? Let's see. How do we feel about the the plot? Just the overall. Any other like general? It was. Things like do like, we're we're gonna we're not gonna, we're not done after this. We're gonna talk about where we think they're going yeah. next, but um did you like the the story of this movie
1: this one definitely was a little obviously it was darker i had a hard time kind of believing maybe it just maybe there's something missing but like the reason why queenie would go yeah. with Grandval. i get that she's just like she wants
0: to have you. a normal
1: life and maybe she's just overwhelmed with being a telepath and like all this kind of stuff and she just wants What she wants and she doesn't want to be told that she can't have it anymore. And Grindelwald is like, I will make it happen. And so she's like being in there, but I didn't quite get.
0: It didn't feel convincing enough for me to be like, yeah, she would abandon her sister and the man she loves for this. Maybe
1: maybe they just didn't do a good enough job at the beginning when they actually get in that first fight. For her to like, for well, them the first to be fight's
0: st- not why though, it almost has nothing to do with it. No, because it doesn't. the first fight is the reason that she gets mad and storms off. But mm-hmm. the second she sees him, she's like, Oh, honey, I love you. Yeah, so she's over the first fight immediately.
1: Yeah, but as, as soon as he's like, Oh, that's crazy, No, he says, You're crazy. You're crazy.
0: As a man who's been in arguments with women, I know it's very important to distinguish between you're crazy and that's crazy. Yeah. Very important distinction. Very important. Yeah.
1: It's the same thing of using the B word at us.
0: Oh, you just don't. Yeah. That's that's not a distinction thing. I mean there is. If yeah. I say you're being you're acting like a B word, Hmm. that's a whole lot different than saying you are a B word. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll give you that, but I would never say either of those things to anybody. Yeah. Um but the yeah, so I don't know.
1: I don't. Know. I think maybe it's I'm just with you.
0: It's not. There's something missing there. That, like there, maybe one more line from him or one more moment that she like is disappointed by the her support system because. Okay, fine. She gets called crazy. She's more. She's even more mad. This mm-hmm. guy's gonna provide a new world that she can do what she wants in. Yeah. Neat, but your sister—that's the part I struggle yeah, with. Yeah, she bit. didn't
1: talk to Tina at all.
0: At all towards the end of the movie, no, so like at
1: it, it all in the movie, she doesn't see her. Oh, you're right. She she never meets up with Tina.
0: Yeah, so that that part's a little wild to me. Um, although <laughs> Tina was half her about being with the muggle, so but maybe that was that's like yeah,
1: um, because she just wants to protect her because she doesn't want her to get arrested. Yeah, and then the other one I had a hard time with, but I I liked it and I don't. It was like the weird, um, uh, credences a little, a little strange and like the weird LeStrange like love child th- happening you know like that whole story plot
0: what about it story plot sorry
1: (laughs) i'm tired Um, it is very late um so that whole storyline yeah um where you have i liked it i I liked it but it was like so you have they kept referencing this um kind of like prophecy that
0: poor Lestrange strange man just can't find true love (laughs) (laughs) i'm just kidding (laughs) um I thought, I, I thought that was cool. Was it hard for you to understand or did, was it I, too convoluted? I think it just got
1: a little too convoluted because then then at the very end, it just, then all of a sudden it's Lita being like, I killed him. Yeah. But, so, the crazy thing is that, like, there's, you, you see the woman when they're on the boat, you see the woman that has, like, obviously it's baby credence, right. you know, that walks out. Like, who, who's that lady? And why is she wearing a dress? It's very similar to the one that was Lestrange's wife. I don't know.
0: Is that lady the that ends up with credence? Wait. Who are you talking about? So the one that with Lita or the one with
1: So it's the one like when they're on the boat and uh Lita takes her actual brother, uh
0: No, Lita takes credence. No. Yes. Lita t- picks up Corvus, brings him to the other cart, yeah, that's what I'm leaves talking- him there takes credence yes. instead so it's lita credence and
1: yes what i'm saying is some like, lady and the, no, i'm not talking about the you're
0: talking about the woman that picks up corvus
1: yes the one that picks up
0: well she dies in the boat What's i the know point? but
1: i'm saying that she's wearing a dress that's very similar to the one that um that. wife.
0: that doesn't in my anyway. opinion mean anything i um,
1: just it got it got a little messy
0: okay i'll give you that because little, they kept
1: hinting at this like prophecy thing and, like, one had to kill the other, but then they don't really explain it. I guess yeah. they do. But.
0: I don't know. I feel like it's just... So, let's... We, we can't talk about this without talking about the big twist at the end of the movie. Well, and also, like... Aurelius Dumbledore. Yeah. How do you feel about Aurelius Dumbledore?
1: I don't think that's First of all, do you him? believe it? I think that he might be a Dumbledore, but I don't think he's Dumbledore's brother. Okay. So, I don't know.
0: Like a Cuzzo? Yeah. I could buy that. But I definitely don't think he's Dumbledore's brother, and I'm—I don't think he's a Dumbledore. I think there's some weird magic going on with the Phoenix that's meant to trick him. But um, yeah, I—I I don't think that he's a Dumbledore. I think that he's being used and manipulated by Grindelwald.
1: So he's—is he like twenty, thirty years younger than Dumbledore?
0: Oh, he would, yeah, he would be at least thirty. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So yeah, at least twenty, twenty-five years younger. So like. Is it his dad? Is it just a half brother? Is it both? Because yeah, I I I mean I don't know not, we we don't know a lot about Dumbledore, so
0: I mean I feel like we know a lot about Dumbledore.
1: Well, wait, I mean he's always kind of shady. We don't like his parents and everything else. Wasn't his parent or his dad's name Brian?
0: Uh, I don't know. One of his middle names is Brian, though. Yeah, it makes me very happy.
1: There you go. Um, but so it's like how. For me, I was just trying to make like the math work of like, how is that his brother and all that kind of stuff.
0: But... I mean, I don't know if the math. I mean, because,
1: well, if his parents are dead, like how did they... <laughs> Dumbledore was
0: born in eighteen eighty one. Okay. So in this movie, he is forty six.
1: Okay. Credence
0: so... in this movie is seventeen. Yeah. So nearly thirty years. Yeah. You can have kids thirty years apart. No, I'm
1: not saying that, but I thought that Dumbledore's parents were deceased when he was younger.
0: Oh, I. That's see why what I was saying. like, "Where is yeah, this yeah. coming yeah. from?" Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it. I guess that. Yeah, he does say brother. Um, I think I just think credence is being manipulated. I don't think yeah. that he's Aurelius Dumbledore. Like I, I guess that's my point. I don't think his name is really Aurelius Dumbledore. Oh yeah. But if it is, I can buy that. I guess because if the Phoenix is. A real phoenix and not some mm-hmm. magic, like meant to look like a phoenix. That yeah. Was done by Grindelwald to manipulate him. Mm-hmm. If that's a real phoenix that came and found him, then yeah, I guess he's probably a Dumbledore's cousin or something.
1: And like, where would the the name Aurelius come from? Because all of them have an A name. Parents. Yeah, but I mean,
0: are you saying like another reason to believe he's a Dumbledore? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Because it's like it's an it fits with the, the naming. Edward,
0: Albus, Aurelius. Yeah. Ariana. Ariana. Mm-hmm ariana grande dumbledore <laughs> um yeah i don't know we'll see i th- it's so part of, this movie is hard for me to judge because it's not of com it's not complete it's like it's part of a movie it's part it's you know
1: yeah it's like the part one
0: yeah it's part of a five part series mm-hmm. the first one holds up pretty well on its own and feels pretty yeah, complete well,
1: it's the intro one yeah
0: and yeah and the intro one it's really good this one feels like it needs the other ones to judge it properly because yeah. it's setting things up that we don't like, but might pay off in a really cool way. It, like, like Queenie might, her whole decision might mm-hmm. end up being really cool later on, or maybe she'll go full tilt, full tilt villain and use her mind reading powers for evil.
1: It almost feels a little bit like as if the vibe of the whole thing was kind of like a prisoner of Azkaban, Goblet of Fire situation where you're like, okay, now this stuff is set up. Where is it going to go?
0: Yeah. More Goblet of Fire, yeah, especially with the death and everything. Yeah, else. Yeah, but I agree with that. Or l- almost even, almost even Infinity War Part One, like yeah, or just Infinity War, I guess. But like
1: Infinity War,
0: is am I wrong?
1: <laughs> Infinity War, yeah. You mean Deathly Hallows?
0: No, I'm talking about Avengers Infinity. Okay,
1: War. that's when we were talking about Harry Potter. That's why I was like, what are you talking about?
0: You made yourself look like a fool just now.
1: Okay, great.
0: Because you thought Infinity War could ever possibly be a reference to anything Harry Potter related. It's no. not similar in any way to anything else.
1: I know, and that's why I was like, are you confused? Because we're talking Harry Potter movies.
0: We're talking movies.
1: No, I was talking Harry Potter movies.
0: Well, anyways, fool.
1: I am not a fool. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So, yeah, I don't know. I, like I said, part of a movie. Happy to see where it goes. Where do we think it will go?
1: I think. Or where
0: do we want it to go story-wise? And then we can talk about locations and stuff.
1: Okay. I, well, I know. I, I think they're going to end up doing like a five-year gap. I think okay. they're gonna. I think that's we're gonna jump. Do I some think. time. Yeah, yeah, because I don't think it's gonna be like another like six months or a year or something yeah, like that. Yeah, I yeah. think they gotta like in order for it to keep with the trajectory of stuff. More,
0: yeah, like you mentioned, this movie, these five movies are meant to be like a
1: 20 nineteen year, years, yeah, nineteen year thing. Yeah, so so I think they're gonna at least go like four or five years ahead. I agree. Um, and I it's gonna be hard because it's gonna be because of Queenie's ability. I think she's gonna be like paramount to like being able to convince and manipulate other people into the fold.
0: Potentially, but. I just don't know if she has that like evil. Like I think it's going I don't to be think she's more evil. like things are going to be asked of her and she's going to begrudgingly do them to keep herself alive, but eventually get the heck out of
1: there. Yeah. And I think by the end of the next one, I, mean, I think she'll I'm hopeful hopefully that that hopeful that she'll be back with Tina, that Tina is able to like, you know, convince her or something. Yeah. And then she'll be back with Jacob. Um, I don't know where the Newt Tina story is going to go because they keep hinting at everything, but he's awkward. So who knows?
0: Yeah. Well, it's canon who who Newt marries.
1: It's true. Um, and then, but then um, there's all these things of like, with the battle going and now that like, Grindelwald's, like, you know, on the rise or whatever it is, is Newt going to get into the battle? Like, what is Newt's going to be the role? Because he's always been like the Fantastic Beast kind of thing. Like, is he going to be searching for something? A way to, like, break the blood oath so that, you know... Um, that's
0: going to be... I was going to say that. So this next one, I think that blood oath is going to be a big... Like, um, that's
1: the reason that they go on the next adventure? MacGuffin, yeah. MacGuffin? MacGuffin. I don't know that word.
0: It's like a... a. Uh, how do you explain a MacGuffin? A MacGuffin is like...
1: Sounds like another creature. <laughs> part, it does.
0: It's part of a story. It's like a, a part of a storyline where something, like, hinges on it. It's like the MacGuffin. I don't know how else to.
1: Okay, I'll I'll look it up later.
0: Yeah, it's like a, a an important plot point. Okay, like a yeah. All right. I don't know. It's a MacGuffin.
1: But um, so I <laughs> think that that's going to be something where they, that they takes them to the, their next place or the next adventure part mm-hmm. of it. Um, and then
0: I think that's a good that's a good call for sure. Yeah, yeah.
1: And I think his role with the ministry is going to get. I don't know, because he doesn't want to be a ministry guy, but I feel like he's going to end up getting like, pulled into it.
0: I think at least a little bit. I mean, his book ends up getting published and required reading in schools eventually. Mm-hmm. So Apparently like,
1: it's published in 1927, so it's within this whole time frame.
0: Yeah, I think I read somewhere that it canonically uh, it becomes like this like wildly successful bestseller, mm-hmm. but I don't think that happens until like the 40s or 50s. Okay. So after the defeat of Grind- yeah. Grindelwald. So it
1: makes me think that there's going to be something that like new is critical for this where his knowledge of all of these fantastic beasts ends up being the one that like helps bring, bring i think so too down.
0: yeah for sure no doubt and it'll be fun watching him fight alongside his brother and like mm-hmm. work together and
1: and it'll be interesting to see like what lita's death though actually does to newt because like
0: i don't think it'll do much uh, he's not the type to, like he internalizes things yeah. and he's already lost her in his mind it seems like his he's been dealing with the awkwardness of her marrying his brother yeah like he already mentioned that that sucks, so I think it's his brother that we'll see yeah. more affected. But um, where where are they going? I think they're going what, to what Asia. Wizarding...
1: I think they're going to the Asia. Uh,
0: so, like, like mm-hmm. to go to China or something? Yeah,
1: I forget where the you say
0: Asia is so big. That could be Russia, it could be China. No, because
1: there's another school, so I'm thinking that like I'm I'm just because of where you the you just meant to are. say China. Yeah, okay. I couldn't remember where the other school was that's over in Asia.
0: There's a bunch. There's like eight nine there's a bunch of schools i
1: thought there's only seven or eight wizarding schools
0: i just said eight
1: i thought you meant like in china
0: no in the world yeah yeah
1: i think there's one in india yeah and then i think there's one in china
0: yeah so there's um it would be really cool that'd be awesome to see yeah. i'm i am excited to hopefully see more cultures and more looks at how the yeah. different parts of the world deal with magic magic and stuff so
1: Because that's why I liked seeing, like, um, the um, different ministries. Was kind of the reason why I like it a lot. I wouldn't
0: mind seeing, like, it'd be cool to see parts of Africa. Yeah. That would be really sick. It'd be cool to see, like, really Nordic stuff, like Viking-influenced types of magic Mm -hmm. in, like, Norway or something. Uh, Or Iceland or Greenland or uh, Australia could be really interesting. Mm -hmm. Um, I think my top choice would be like Nigeria or something like that. Cause I think there is an African. Well, that, that's where, school. isn't that
1: where newt goes and she, he runs into the girl for the oh, first yeah. time.
0: So he, so that there'd be like history there He'd yeah. be like going back. So they could make maybe have fun with that. But
1: yeah, I did want to see him like, cause it's been fun with like America in the UK and um, with France. But yeah. like, I want to see other places where like magic might be and like how that like reacts with different cultures and everything. Totally. Else, so
0: it should be cool. All right. Time to rate it. Uh, out of seven feathers, <laughs> um, seven
1: tracking feathers, seven
0: tracking feathers, seven GPS feathers.
1: <laughs> I'm going uh five and a half on this one.
0: Five and a half on this one. Like there's
1: aspects of it I really love, but like,
0: yeah,
1: it just didn't, like you said, it's just, it's part just to
0: be clear. It sounds like you for sure don't like this as much as the last one. No. And like instantly and like, no, no, no. You started the last one with a five and three quarters and this movie that you seem to like about half as much gets a five and a half.
1: That, it has aspects. And I changed the last one to it's, six. I mean,
0: you changed it still. Five and a half and six is damn near the same exact thing. Mm,
1: I think fine. you're
0: afraid to be harsh. Maybe. I think it's like a three for you, but you no, just don't want to say it. it's probably closer to
1: maybe a five then. A five? Yeah, I'll give it a B minus.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but like, you, Yeah. So I would say for me, uh I'll give it I'm um, probably the same. Probably five GPS tracking feathers. Okay. Yeah.
1: 'Cause it's like there's aspects I really liked, but there was just like little stuff was a little chunky for
0: me. I think this is gonna I think people will like this movie more as the story continues. Yeah.
1: Like it'll be one where I'm like I'm gonna watch two and three and be like, Yeah, this is great.
0: Yeah, hopefully. Or we'll get some <laughs> Star Wars like things that don't uh, get better. Yeah. Sure hope not. So far, honestly, I'm not that worried. They have a really good track record. And over, I think they have the same there. director that's going same on director for, for three, been, right? Uh, he's been directing, yeah, he's got at least one more under country. Yeah. So, um, and it's been the same guy since Order of the Phoenix. So, oh, that's right. So he, I, th- I thought it was, yeah. I didn't realize it was five. He's directed but, yeah. six movies in The Wizarding World. Okay. With a seventh one on the way. Right. And they've been mostly good. Okay. Although I actually didn't love five, I didn't love Order of the Phoenix. But, anyways, no. So that's it.
1: Yeah. Until, that's all she wrote. Till the hey, next. Harry...
0: she she wrote. Oh gosh. J.K. Rowling wrote it.
1: Um, <laughs> corny. Um, the at least until the next Harry Potter movie comes out in twenty twenty five.
0: Hey now. <laughs> Come on, why you got to put that dower, <laughs> that dower spin on the episode? Let's look it up.
1: Because um, they, they have a screenplay, but I don't know like when it was
0: originally supposed to come out.
1: Twenty twenty two, this right? year. This year?
0: Yeah. Um, but then they slowed things down after this cold reception they got, and it's currently slated for next November. So okay, November twenty twenty one. Okay. So I'm in. Let's do it. All right. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I'm intrigued. But, yeah. uh,
0: I love this world. I know people don't like it, um, the second movie, nearly as much as the first. And some people are lukewarm on the whole Fantastic Beast thing. Mm-hmm. I dove in headfirst. Yeah. I'm, I'm loving it.
1: Yeah, I love the the uh, the adult side of it. So I feel like I've grown up with the Harry Potter thing. So I'm like, great. Next yeah. step is the adult adventures. Yeah, for sure.
0: And then eventually, when all the cast is actually in their late mm-hmm. 30s, we can get, or mid to late 30s, we can get the...
1: Chris child. Christchow-
0: yeah, exactly
1: yeah that'll that would be amazing
0: and what we'll get for sure as long as they all stay alive eventually we'll we'll have photographs of them at the age of 36 that's true and we can look at that and then look at the 19 years later scene
1: <laughs> like how'd they age
0: see how well they predicted the <laughs> aging of everybody it'll be interesting i bet you some of them will be like that's really close and Another the ones other ones like, will Ooh. be like oh, that's
1: a so much yeah, like the haircut's done. And different.
0: then Ginny will be like, oh, I, I forgot about her."
1: <laughs> you and Ginny.
0: No, there is no me and Ginny ever, unless it's book Ginny. Then sorry, Betty. No oh, uh, god. Anyways, so uh, yeah, that's that's all we got lined up for today. Mm-hmm. It's the end of the the Harry Potter five episode saga. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed it. I would love to hear you guys' feedback on any part of it, uh, any of the five episodes with Betty. Um.
1: What you liked, what you didn't like. Yeah. If you want me back for another series. Yeah. If you don't want me back for another series.
0: Should we tell them? We actually have plans for another series. Should we tell them what it's going to be?
1: Yeah. If you want to, unless you want to like, you know, reveal the secret I'm just going to give them a clue. Okay. Ready? Yeah.
0: (laughs) How was that? Pretty good. All right. So that's your clue. Uh, So Betty will return uh we'll do some more some more of these together um i really love doing it
1: I yeah basically fun. if it was a book series and they turned it into a movie i will be back
0: <laughs> if i want to watch those movies yeah that's true <laughs> we're not doing shades of gray
1: oh god no. um those were terrible
0: you read them yeah how do you read a whole bad book? <laughs> it's such a huge commitment. Like in, if like I'll watch a whole movie if it's bad. Sometimes sometimes I'll turn it off at thirty minutes in. Usually I'll watch a whole bad movie, but a book that takes yep. like a that's like a for me a month of my time. For you, that's a good twenty five minutes of your time. Like she reads super fast, but that still is multiple days, hours of reading yeah, for you it to was, just it read was, a whole book.
1: Yeah, and it was three of them.
0: So they couldn't have been that bad if I they, mean, they kept were, you reading.
1: Yeah, they, I mean, they were fine. Um, That's
0: crazy. I don't understand it. I'm not quite the reader that you are. No. Uh, we're, I mean, we're not going to review them right now. No. but um, I mean, hell
1: I went through Twilight. I still didn't finish all those movies <laughs> because of how bad it was. So, yeah. you know, I'm the type of person that, like, no matter how bad it is, if I start it, I'm like, I have to know how it ends. Yeah. Like, does, I mean, I've read, I mean, things has been in my entire reading history, even a lot of stuff, even with series that I hate. There's only been like a few things that I don't see to completion that you've
0: bailed on. Yeah, Is there any notable things you bailed on that uh, people would that aren't random.
1: Um, I think the only movie I've never been able to finish is um, what was it? It wasn't The Secret Garden. It was something.
0: Is it a, an irrelevant random movie or like it's a
1: a, it's a very random movie from when I was a kid? It just oh, made me too sad. Yeah, I couldn't. I, worry I couldn't about finish it. your brain for it then. Um <laughs> and then um and series like there's certain ones I just never. We'll get to, but I, I get to eventually. Well, it's just different. in the hype that's of totally things. But yeah.
0: I bailed on Walking Dead. Yeah, after, after five seasons, I dipped out. I I'm think never, I was in six. I'm so... never gonna finish it.
1: When I started to see the repeat of stuff, I was like, okay. I, know I bailed on Lost. Never started it.
0: I, uh, the first three seasons are phenomenal. Four is okay, and then it's weird. And then I think like early fifth season, I started to bail and never went back.
1: I never started it.
0: It's really good.
1: I I hear that, and I think it was because I was being me, and all of my friends were watching it, and I hadn't started it yet. so stubborn. And so, and because it was one of those, like... Is it
0: just your stubbornness?
1: Probably.
0: If you all tell me it's good, and you tell me what to do, then I guarantee you'll never do it, ever.
1: No, it was because it was... I had started it late, and there was a lot of things, like, if you didn't start it, then you were going to miss a lot, and, like, everyone was already talking about it, and I'm like, well, fine, if no one wants to actually talk about anything else, I'm not going to watch it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) See? It's your stubbornness
1: it's fine
0: i want i want her to watch you guys tell me if she needs to watch hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy with me because i'm pretty convinced that she will enjoy the humor and she can and and she's not opposed to sci-fi and stuff so like i feel like it'd be really fun but because it's my idea
1: (laughs) she's like i don't know it's been four years of him trying to push this movie on me i
0: can't recommend things to her also glow on netflix I'm just okay. I'm convinced Glow will be one of her favorite shows after she watches it. <laughs> but she's just resistant because it was my idea. No. If Allie, if you're listening, if you were to text her and tell her to watch Glow, she'd watch three seasons in a day.
1: Um I just forget that it exists. No. I know that I'd be into it. And I it just doesn't pop up on my recommended thing, so I forget about it.
0: But if Allie recommended Glow, you'd watch it right away.
1: No hell, people keep recommending the Taylor Swift album to me, and I still haven't listened to it. So
0: I think this this episode's over. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We're being derailed. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, I love you guys so much and I appreciate all the support. Uh, Leave us reviews. I'd love to read more reviews on here. Send us emails. Interact on social media. Um, We got some really fun surprises on the way. Uh, I'm not going to spoil those. Um, I don't know what next Monday's episode is going to be yet.
1: Got to tune in to find out.
0: Uh, yeah, you're going to have to tune in. Um, and then, uh, yeah, we might have a little thing. It might be something before then. So anyways, uh, thank you so much, everybody. Uh, and until next time, catchphrase. What do you think of that?
1: Uh, was it good? I don't know. Go watch a movie. There's a, it's a jungle up. You like that one better? Yeah. That one's probably my favorite.
0: All right, let's try it again. Until next time. It's a jungle out there, so go watch a movie.